Christmas crazies. It's getting close to the big day. Hey, I'm Claude. Welcome back to another episode of Christmas 364, the holiday podcast. Be merry and bright beyond Christmas night. Rolling solo uh, for this episode. And I cannot believe that the moment that I'm recording this podcast, it is December 14th. Just yesterday, I felt like we had an entire month, even two months. It wasn't even Thanksgiving yet. And we are in the full swing of the holiday season. And I'm kind of conflicted because right now, as I'm recording the show, um, I'm looking at the calendar and time is going by so fast. Uh, and time waits for no one. You got to enjoy every single moment, which is a Christmas 364 principle. But I'm in a house that's probably 80 to 85% decorated. I still have one tree in the basement that needs the lights and the ornaments and stuff. But the two that are on the first floor, they're decorated. Um, neither have a topper on it, though. Outside is decorated, but there's one other thing we want to add to it. I mean, but I just felt like we had more time and we don't, we don't have more time. We're less than two weeks away, uh, from Christmas. And, and this is the time where I'm like, Oh no, the season is starting to wrap up because the day is coming. And it's always bittersweet for me because I love the holiday season. I love everything from the, uh, uh maybe the mid to end of September all the way through New Year. But I don't want to get us down. This is not a, this is not a show where we're going to be sad about the fact that Christmas is coming. We should be happy that the day is coming. But in my own twisted Christmas loving heart, it's like as we go through the season, I become more and more like sad like oh no, we we're, we're, we're in the season and it's going to end pretty soon and I think my 11-year-old son Manny, he's the same way. My niece Erin, by the way, is the same way too. She's a Christmas uh, crazy as well. So a couple of things we want to talk about holiday work parties. I am fresh off of two holiday work parties. We want to talk about those, the pros and the cons, the things I love, the things we're like, eh, could do without it. Um, also, we had a fun at this uh, breakfast with Santa uh, event uh, with me, my wife, Sierra, my nephew, Mason, and my son, Manny. And um, also, I want to review some movies. That, that's what I'm going to start with. I want to start with some um, some uh, Christmas movies that I got a chance to watch um, because this past weekend, for the first time in a long time, like I think it was for most of the Saturday and and all of Sunday, I stayed in the house. I did not leave the house. Man, I slept in um, and uh, washed some clothes, folded clothes. And I binge watched a lot of Hallmark Channel movies that I had not seen yet. Not just Hallmark. There were some Lifetime movies there um, as well. Now, it, it, here's the thing you got to understand. This is how serious it was for me. I didn't watch any NFL football for the most part until Sunday night because my Dallas Cowboys played the Philadelphia Eagles. And when I say played the Philadelphia Eagles, beat the Philadelphia Eagles. But this is not my football show. This is not my sports show, which I do have. You know, Federal Football Report, you can check that out, me and Kevin Stanfield. You can also check out Golf DMV. But this is Christmas 364. <laughs> and so, um, uh, so yeah, I watch Christmas movies uh, most of the day. There are two that stood out to me. Well, three, really, that I want to uh, talk about. The first one is the Santa Summit. This is probably my pick of 2023. The Santa Summit on the Hallmark Channel was such a delight. I loved it. It was funny. It was clever. Um, there wasn't all of this crazy, like, well, I'm dating this guy, but then there's this guy, but then there's that guy, and who should I talk to? And then, uh, no, it was like three friends on an adventure to try to find themselves. Everybody had their own little struggle, and they found community with one another, and they were friends anyway. They were all teachers, and they were friends, and they went to the Santa Summit, and there was all kinds of Christmas activities for them to do. And, you know, the, the main plot is that the main 
uh, character uh, met this guy, but they had their Santa costumes on. They met accidentally. She like dropped her wallet. He found it. They were talking and then they got lost in the first like party. And so the rest of the movie essentially is them trying to find one another, but they keep missing each other. But there's so much comedy in it. I just loved it so much. And all the other characters had their own plot lines too. And so there's several different storylines that you try to follow throughout it. And I know that you can probably find yourself in one of the three main characters, any of those ladies you can probably find yourself in, but then also maybe some of the other guys that were in there, you know? And um, again, I don't want to spoil it for you, but if you're looking for something to watch and you haven't seen the Santa summit, you have to watch it. Now, I mean, if Hallmark channel is not your thing, I understand that. that that's fine. Cause not everybody like the, like those movies, but me, I love the Santa summit. It is my 2023 best Christmas Hallmark movie of the year. And by Hallmark, I mean Hallmark Channel Christmas movies and all the other networks that try to be Hallmark Channel during Christmas. You know, Lifetime, they have stuff. TV One, BT. And I love all of them. I love all of them. Thank you for your effort. Thank you for your participation. But everyone's trying to follow that same model, right? And so I just call all of them Hallmark Channel movies. The other one that I liked um, and was intrigued by was this one called The Most Colorful Time of the Year. And this was about, um, I'm trying to figure out who it actually was about, to be honest with you, because the the main character uh, who was an optometrist, um, you know, her love interest in the movie was her daughter's uh, science teacher. But he also was kind of like a main character. But I, I think she was probably more so the main character. But anyway, he's a science teacher. Of course, he doesn't like Christmas. And he even had a line said, you know, I don't do Christmas. That's what he said to his friend. But anyway, he's single. All the teachers love him. All the moms in the school love him because he's attractive and all this other kind of stuff. Right. But um, he's colorblind. And he doesn't talk about this. As a matter of fact, halfway through the movie, he talks about why he doesn't share it and how he hid it and things like that. Again, I don't want to ruin it, but the, the daughter, the daughter's mom, the mother, uh, who is the optometrist, uh, she does these, you know, eye clinics at the school for kids for free and for staff as well. Uh, just kind of like giving back to the community. So during this, she realizes like, I don't think this guy can see color. And that has a lot to do with also why he doesn't like love Christmas. I mean, he just doesn't, he can't see all the colors. It just, everything looks black and white and gray to him. And so through her journey, trying to help him. And of course he resists at first, um, they fall for each other. And I really like this one. Let me tell you what I like most about this one. Um, well, number one, it was kind of cool to see, you know, a Christmas movie address something. I love when they bring in, whether it's someone with a disability, uh, whether it is someone who has, a, you know, a certain type of life struggle that a lot of people deal with. I remember one from last year where there was a character with autism. I love when they bring real life to these because that's what life is. It's real. It's not always what, you know, is the blue skies and sunshine of these movies. So I love when they bring them in. Um, but what I loved about this on a more, you know, shallow level is the interaction between the main character and her sister. I don't know what it is. It's something about ladies like going after what they want <laughs> that that I just find so cool and so funny and it catches my attention and the sister thinks this guy's hot too and like you got to go for him so the sister's already married she's married she's doing her own thing but she wants her sister to find love and so there's always the winks between each other and the biting of the lip and the you know oh check him out you know all this other kind of stuff that they have going on between each other and the sister's trying to be really aggressive about you need to go for him and the other sister's like kind of backing off a little bit well I don't really like him like that but then she says ah, i kind of do and she does that early in the movie a lot of times there's some denial 
in the Hallmark Channel stuff where they try to act like they don't like each other, but you can tell they do. Not in this one. She was pretty much um, like, yeah, I like this guy. And I did, again, there was just something about the, the ladies going after what they wanted or the lady going after what she wanted and the sister like being all for it that I really really enjoyed and so again the santa summit is my pick of 2023 but the most colorful time of the year i like that one um as well so the third and final movie review is this one movie called christmas with a kiss and so i like this one too it was it was really really cool it opened up really like funny so i don't again i don't want to give any spoilers so i don't want to tell you what happened in the beginning but the beginning was kind of funny essentially there's a woman uh she lives in uh, new york she's a social media influencer and she comes back home uh, for this Christmas carnival that her family uh, runs. And, you know, she's single, uh, just broke up with <laughs> with a guy on, like, the second date. And there's a whole situation with that guy, but you'll see it when you see the movie. And there's the love of her childhood, her high school sweetheart, who's still in the town. And they hit it off, like, immediately. But then there's this guy who's a reporter who's reporting on small-town Christmas. You know, he's from Brooklyn. And so he's coming out there to do a story on the family's, you know, Christmas thing. And, yeah, sparks fly both ways. Um, it's really, really inter- interesting to me. Um, and I loved it. And, it, uh, by the way, let me just say this. This is a pet peeve of mine. You know, a lot of times when there is a black director or there's a majority of black actors, we tend to – and I'm, you know, I'm black myself – we tend to label something as a black movie. There's no such thing as a black movie or a white <laughs> movie, okay? It's a movie. And so just because most of the actors and actresses you know, are black or was written by a black person doesn't make it a black a black movie or a movie that only black people can watch. No, it's a movie. We don't call other movies white movies. We don't, and so there's no reason to say a black movie. So anyway, um, uh, and by the way, most of the characters in it they're black, and that's great for the Hallmark Channel. You know, I love seeing you know diversity and and just different things. Like last year, my I think my movie of the year was Christmas at the Golden Dragon. Because, I, again, I love seeing this diversity. I mean, it was all about this Asian family who had this restaurant, and it was time for the uh, next generation to take it over. I loved that movie. and Because, uh, again, and I didn't consider that an Asian movie, because it's not. It's it's a movie. It's just that the main characters are Asian. And I love it because it, talk, it dives into like the culture and things like that. So, again, um, this is not a black movie. It's a movie. And Christmas at the Golden Dragon, not an Asian movie. It's a movie. Okay, so anyway, this one was really, really good. I loved it. Um, I think the writing was good. And again, talking about the culture, I love all the, like, cultural references that, you know, black people that we get, you know what I mean? And, and it, but it introduces some of the language, some of the terms, some of the things that we may say or do that others may not be, you know, keen to. You can learn it as well, you know what I mean? It's just all love. And so, anyway, um, she's trying to decide which guy is the guy for her. And honestly, she wasn't even really trying to decide. It's like... It's like as life was going on and as she was living um, through that moment, um, you know, she was presented with a choice. Not because in her mind, it was the high school sweetheart 100 percent of the way. And then things take a turn. I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens uh, uh, or anything like that. But I thought it was very fun, very um, uh, pleasurable to watch. I got a couple of movie reviews I'm going to do, but I'm going to say that for next week. And maybe just maybe my wife, Sierra who Brenda and I have chronicled as becoming a Christmas crazy. She's not a Christmas crazy just yet, but she's on the brink of becoming one. I know my son, Manny, he's a Christmas crazy, but, but my wife, Sierra, she's almost becoming one. I think by the time next year, this time next year, we'll be able to label her a Christmas crazy, but 
Um, anyway, I might have her on to review one because she watched one um, that she just absolutely loves. So maybe I'll have her on uh, to talk about that one. Okay, so moving on, I want to talk about an event uh, that we went to this past weekend. So Maggiano's, which is a really nice Italian chain restaurant, um, have all these events. They have you know kids cooking classes throughout the year. They have like murder mystery dinner nights that I went to one of them uh, a few months ago with my wife and we had a great time. I love that kind of stuff. They got another a couple of them coming up uh, as well. I think one to end the year and then one in February. I'm going to try to get to at least one of those. Um, but anyway, they had a breakfast with Santa. Uh, and so me, my wife, Sierra, my son, Manny, he's 11. And my nephew, Mason, who's four, we, we had him spend the night with us and we took them to breakfast with Santa. It was great. I mean, you know, the food is always good. It was regular breakfast stuff. Um, although they did have like this like uh, Italian salad that was kind of out of place with breakfast, but eh, whatever, that's fine. Um, they had plenty of mimosas. A lot of the parents were right there at the bar <laughs> grabbing a bunch of mimosas, but they had crafts for the kids. And then they had, you know, a cookie decorating station and things like that. And then, you know, not halfway through the breakfast, but you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes in, uh, you hear this bagpipe playing and it's Santa. Santa's playing the bagpipe. He walks in. And one of the families at our table talked about how they do this every year. They've been doing it every year since their 11-year-old son was about four. And so um, and it's been the same Santa. And so that's kind of a cool tradition for them. So shout out to them. Uh, I saw one of my cousins there. I had no clue my cousin Marcus was going to be there with his two daughters. Um, and by the way, he was there by himself with his two daughters, obviously overwhelmed by having both of those kids with him by himself. But it's Christmas, and that's what happens at Christmas, right? Parents are overwhelmed. And so we, uh, we sat, we ate. Uh, Santa did story time, and story time was great. Then he took pictures with everybody so that was kind of cool really enjoyed that um and it's funny because kids you know act a certain way with santa you, you get some kids who are super excited you get some kids who are scared don't know what's happening so they cry when they're taking a picture with santa and then there are some kids who i want this i want that i want this i want this and there's some kids who are like Duh, i don't i don't know what i want and so it was funny because my 11 year old son manny he'll tell you everything he wants i want this i want that i want this I want that. and then santa asks him he's like uh, I don't know, maybe some money. And it's like, man, tell Santa what you want. But anyway, the Breakfast of Santa event was really, really fun. Hopefully you had a chance to get out and do some events. Now, that was a really, really cool, fun event. My um, nephew's mother invited us out to Hagerstown, Maryland, which is about an hour away from where we live, uh, for like a Christmas laser light show. Now, here's the thing. We had no clue what we was stepping into, what it was going to be like. Um, she didn't even know at all either. And so we picked my niece Erin up from Towson University. We drove out, out to um, Hagerstown. And I'll just say this. The laser light show was like maybe for kids who are maybe five and under or six and under. And we were just sitting there watching it like, okay, this is what this is. But again, it's fun because it was a holiday get together. We all were together. We were watching a little laser light show. And then afterwards we went to lunch together. We went back to, you know, um, to my nephew's mother's house and sat around and talked. And then we came back home. So it was cool. It was fun. It was good. It's just, you know, look, what, no matter what the event is, if it's driving around your neighborhood looking at neighborhood Christmas lights, if it's even walking through the neighborhood and looking at the lights, you know, just find something to do with family and friends. And even if it's like bad and you all agree that it was bad, like we did about that laser light show, you can at least laugh at it. And so we did. We did laugh um, at that. All right. So holiday work parties. They are happening. 
I just had two this past week. Uh, so the first one was really kind of private, intimate. It was with me and a business colleague of mine and his wife and my wife. And this is the second year that we've done it because he and I are the only ones that work on certain projects together. And so he said, hey, why don't we get the wives together and we'll do a Christmas party? So we went out to the, so last year's dinner. Uh, was at a really fancy restaurant in Potomac, Maryland. And if you know this area, Potomac, Maryland, that's where the money is. And so anyway, it was, it was, at, it was in Potomac, Maryland and really nice. We had a great time. It was wonderful. This year, it was different. We went to Arlington, Virginia, um, which isn't far, I mean, maybe 35 minutes or so like that, um, to this place called Ruthie's All Day. And I think it's Ruthie's All Day Lunch or Ruthie's All Day Breakfast. Can't remember. And it's not like a super fancy place, but their food was so good. The food was good. The atmosphere was good. It was packed. And we just had a really good time. And this is the only time of the year that I see his wife, the only time of the year he sees my wife or that the wives see each other. And uh, so we so we try to catch them up on all the crazy antics that he and I have had throughout the year um, working together. And, you know, mainly our trip to Utah and this uh, to Ogden, Utah, where we go between Ogden and Logan, Utah, and our fascination with this place, the Oasis Sandwich Shop, because they have karaoke at a sandwich shop on like Thursday nights. And so we're like, we need to relocate to Utah just for these, <laughs> these karaoke nights. And so they think the jokes are stupid, but, you know, we, we have a good time talking about it. So that was really fun. The other holiday party was for one of the radio stations that I work uh, for. We did a white elephant exchange thing. Now, I misunderstood the assignment, okay? So, essentially, the gifts were supposed to be $20, uh, 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 $15 minimum. I was like, well, I've never seen a white elephant thing where they give you a minimum. I've always seen it where it's a maximum, where they say, okay, $15 maximum, don't go over that. Get something nice, but don't go crazy. $20 maximum, you know, usually. So when I saw the minimum, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just get a candle or something like that, and and it's all good. And so I got that, and then I get there, and I see a notice. Uh, I got an email uh, early in the morning about a reminder, and I see minimum. So I talked to two of my colleagues and said, did they mean maximum? Or they said, no, 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 it's minimum. I'm like, well, that's weird. I said, oh, well, it is. So immediately I'm like, what time does Target open? I got to get to Target to get one more thing or at least a couple more things. And so what I did was I got a Santa mug and an additional candle to add to what was already in the bag. Um, and so the cool thing about the white elephant, as you know, you know, you pick, you, you, you hand out numbers or whatever. You go pick a gift and you keep your gift. Um, and if you your number is picked, you can go up before you open anything. You can steal someone else's gift. Now, the rules for this one is a gift can only be stolen twice. Okay? A gift can only be stolen twice, then it's yours. And so we had fun. Um, the gift that I received was this, like, coffee mug. It was like a Mr. Rogers coffee mug. And then, like, this utility thing for charging your phones where it, whether it's uh, an iPhone, USB, USB-C, it's just kind of a utility thing where you can do all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of cool. Um, but it did get stolen, and I had to, you know, get another gift, <laughs> which was fine. I was fine with the Mr. Rogers stu- mug and everything else getting stolen. That was fine. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind um, that at all in the least bit. So that was, that was um, cool with me. But one of my colleagues got this really cool, like, um, charcuterie board thing. And so um, it was really fancy. And so I looked it up online. And on Amazon, I saw it on sale for like 45 bucks. And so I ended up ordering one. <laughs> order one for me for me so that's what i consider uh my gift when it comes to uh, comes to that oh also before we close out the show this upcoming weekend another christmas 364 principle give 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 during the holiday season we have an event coming up 
um, for my church. There's a, an adopted apartment community uh, in Greenbelt, Maryland that we serve. This is the third annual Christmas and things party. So we've got a train coming. We got Santa coming. We got toys for the kids. We've got gently used clothes. We're giving away. We've got um, uh, gently used toys that are being, going to be given away all kinds of stuff, Christmas music, hot chocolate, snacks, all kinds of things. So I'm really looking forward to that. Please uh, DM us or uh, hit us up on Facebook or something. Let us know what you've got going on uh, this Christmas season. Again, I've got to finish decorating this house Uh, Time is moving so fast. At the time that I'm recording this, it is December 14th. Christmas is right around the corner. So Christmas crazies, I got to wrap this up because I got more stuff to do with this house. And we'll be back next week. Hope Brenda can join me. Uh, I'll get my wife to join us as well to review her movie. And until then, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is coming so fast. Please enjoy the season.